Greetings in Christ Jesus, and welcome once again to the Twin Steeples Podcast. Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church here in Mankato, Minnesota, whose main goals are to share God's saving word and to communicate the ongoing activity of Christ's kingdom here at Emmanuel. Thank you for joining us today. Today is Wednesday, April 26, 2023. I'm your host, Pastor Joe Nauman, joined today by Pastor Neil Radical. How are you today, Pastor? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing very well. Uh, feels nice to have spring coming in a little bit, finally. Uh, had those few warm days and then a few snowstorms since then. Yeah. It's nice to kind of have some, see some green grass and warmer weather coming through. Oh. I, I should have said I'm blessed. Sorry. I'm ble- yes, we're all blessed. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, a brief devotion today based on First Timothy, Pastor pick, Radical picked this out for us. Would you like to read that for us? Yep. So we're looking at chapter 6, verses 12 through 14. Fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, to which you were also called, and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I urge you in the sight of God, who gives life to all things, and before Christ Jesus, who witnessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate, that you keep this commandment without spot, blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ appearing. So I thought this would be a fitting text for us to discuss with confirmation this coming weekend. And what's interesting, you have the two sections here where we talk about the good confession. So sometimes we might think of you know, confirmation as that it's just the examination part. And that's an important part, but the whole point of they're confessing that they believe in Jesus as the Savior, and that's what we're ultimately seeing here with Jesus, what's the good confession he made before Pilate? That he was a son of God, mm-hmm. that he was a king, but not of this world. You know, So these truths about Jesus are the primary point of the good confession there. And Paul is encouraging Timothy to continue to give that good confession in the presence of many witnesses. So I don't know about you, but you can maybe think, well, we say the Apostles' Creed. Of course, that's a good confession about our Savior. But when we talk about the context of this, I think it can be specific, but also can be very broad, too. So I'd like to hear your thoughts about the good confession. That's both things here also. Well, our synod is called the Church of the Lutheran Confession. So obviously confession is a big thing for us. And uh, yes, the Apostles' Creed is a Christian confession that is held by uh, all Christian churches. But the Catholic Church confesses the the Apostles' Creed as well, and obviously we have very big differences between us and the Catholic Church, and that's why 500 years ago Luther led the Reformation, which uh, led churches out of the Catholic Church because of the uh, because of the abuses and the the uh, work righteousness that was going on in the Catholic Church. So yeah, there's a lot more just to confession than just the Apostles' Creed, and that's why we have we have books, we have documents, we have things that help us understand exactly what or help us confess and state what Scripture precisely says and so um, that's what it means to fight the good fight of faith is to say well look God gave us his word every word of God is pure every word of God is precious every word of God is for our learning so let's treasure every single word to make sure that we're understanding it the way that God meant it to be understood and um, that's what it means to fight that good fight of faith to keep the commandment without spot and blameless you know that means we're not compromising we're not saying well some of this is important and some of it's not or we can agree to disagree on certain things um, certain doctrinal things uh, because God's word is clear about what it says, and any misunderstanding comes from our sinful, our sinful uh, understanding of it. And so we need to take our thoughts, set them aside, go to God's word, and uh, draw out from that word exactly what God wants us to take from it. Yeah, I like that blameless comment you just made there because it makes me remember that we're not saying we're perfect. We're not saying that 
we have a perfect, you know, understanding of God's word all the time. The point is that we, just as our Lord says that he wants us to be perfect, we are striving for that. So we're striving to keep that word of God and its truth and purity. We're striving to live holy lives to honor God and Savior. And so we're not going to sweep things under the rug. We're not going to say, well, this particular sin is okay. We're going to condone that. Or this way of following doctrine is fine. We don't really care one way or another about that. So that idea of just continuing to keep that commandment of that good confession, I think it's a, a big point. Well, that uh, you mentioned confirmation coming up this week, and one of the questions in our examination is we call our church an orthodox church, and that word orthodox means right teaching. Um, and so why do we call ourselves orthodox? Not because we all have perfect understanding of God's word. We're all at different levels of sanctification. We're, there are, there's a lot of church members here who know a lot more about God's word than I do. Um, and uh, and yet we're all growing. And we, when there's a disagreement among us, the thing that makes us orthodox is we say, we're going to let God's word guide us in, the tr- in, in figuring out what the truth is. So when we have a disagreement, we have a dispute on a certain topics, we go back to God's word and we say, we're going to let God's word be our guide. And that's what's going to help us to uh, make the, the decision that he wants us to make on these different topics. Uh, a heterodox church, which means different teaching, different than God's word, they'll take man's ideas and they'll insert them into God's word. They'll take man's thoughts, man's desires, and, and put them at the same level as God's word and include that alongside God's word. And that's what makes a church heterodox versus what we believe we are, which is an orthodox church. Yeah, and I think that's what Paul's <clears throat> urging there. I urge you in the sight of God who gives life to all things and before Christ Jesus. So we have this you know, kind of concept of the Trinity there as well, that you keep this commandment without spot. So that idea of what are we keeping? That the fight of faith, fighting for that confession, for the truth of God's word. And you mentioned at the very get-go to lay hold on eternal life. How does that fit with confirmation, the Christian's life, and so forth? Well, this verse was the verse we used for, for Gene's victory service. It's actually his confirmation verse that he was given by Pastor Fisher Oh, what was that? Eighty? I put said the number. Something like seventy years ago, or something like that. Uh, at when Gene Schreier was confirmed here, the verse twelve was his confirmation verse, and you know that's what I spoke about. Is you know throughout your life you fight the good fight of faith, looking forward to that eternal life. But you know, of course, once the Lord takes us home, that's when you do lay hold of it. That eternal life is then yours. But it's also important to remember that your eternal life really begins the moment you come to faith, when you believe in Jesus for salvation, when the Holy Spirit works in your heart through Word and Sacrament you have eternal life. Your eternal life has already begun. And that's why uh, Jesus can say, he who lives and believes in me shall never die, you know, because your eternal life has already already started. You are going to live forever. Uh, and so that doesn't mean that we we rest on our laurels and say, well, eternal life is mine, so I'm just going to twiddle my thumbs here on earth until until uh, uh, Jesus comes again. Yeah, you wouldn't need to fight anymore. Right. Like, yeah. what would be the fight? You know, so we kind of talked about that this week in a little bit about, you know, do you, if you lay hold on eternal life, it's yours to lose. Yeah. You know, it's you can drift from it. Yeah, yours to reject too. Right. It? Yeah. Yep. So the last thing I wanted, I was, this guy gets so much press. You know, Pontius Pilate. Like, <laughs> how many other Roman, uh, how many other Roman uh, uh, Pontus, governors? Yeah. yeah, governors. Are you familiar with from the first century A.D.? Zero. And yet this guy's name comes up every single week in church. His name comes up, it's written in First Timothy here. Pontius Pilate, that guy just got some, a lot of press uh, that we still know who he is here 2,000 years later. Not good press, obviously. No. But uh, 
No, I think that's the best part is we see our Savior witnessing that good confession because he was doing what he was supposed to do, and that was come take on our flesh, suffer and die for our sins, and give us this confidence that we have a reason to fight for that faith because of what he's done for us and that eternal life he's blessed us with. So it's it's a neat section that really talks about the Christian walk and how we can continue to fight. So uh, definitely a fitting section for confirmation and for the victory services that have been conducted here in the recent past here at Emmanuel. Should we pray? Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for blessing us with this day today. Continue to bless us with the faith that you have gifted to us of you, our Lord and Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness of sins that you've won for us on Calvary's cross. Thank you for the eternal life you've given us also as conquerors in your resurrection from the dead. Lord, you've promised us all these wonderful things. Now we pray that you'd send us the Holy Spirit so that we continue to fight and draw closer to you always through the reading and hearing of your word so that we would always have the good confession for many witnesses throughout this entire world. Lord, use us to your glory. In your saving name we pray. Amen. All right, some weekly updates and reminders for you. Uh, the online midweek Bible class, we're going to start again next week. So not this evening, but next week, uh, Wednesday, May 3rd. So take note of that. Uh, we will plan on meeting through this summer. Pastor is going to be leading a geo- geographical Bible study based on his journey to Israel this past January. You want to talk about that a little sure. bit? What's going to yeah, happen? Yeah, it's still still coming together. There's a ton of work to do on that, but um, basically each location, like the first one, will be Caesarea Maritima, which is basically what King Herod built on the west coast of Israel, right on the Mediterranean Sea that was going to be the new port that brought all the Roman wealth, basically, and the world wealth to Israel to help Herod really rebuild the temple at that point in time. This was right around the time of the birth of Christ. So that first study will be hopefully just a one-time study on that section, but there's more pictures, there's more slides that Pastor Mayhew and I were putting together, and so my hope is to lead through each week, most weeks, it won't work out every week, but lead through that study each week for the the near to distant future. Sounds good. Looking forward to seeing what you come up with there, Pastor. Uh, Today, Ladies Auxiliary is meeting at 2 p.m. That'll be in the church basement, so uh, you can come in the south entry doors, and uh, it'll be ready for you there. Uh, Pastor's going to lead a study on the roles of men and women. Yeah, so that's where last time we started looking at what the Wells new statement was on the roles of men and women in the church and home and primarily in society. So we're kind of evaluating that statement to see what we think about it. Okay. Uh, Coming up this next weekend, uh, I want to be clear about this because we did not get it clear in the bulletin last weekend. That was my mistake. But uh, this coming weekend is confirmation weekend. So we will have a normal Saturday worship service. There will not be any... Uh, confirmation obviously going on Saturday night because that's reserved for Sunday morning. So that Saturday night is going to be pretty abbreviated service, but uh, you're certainly welcome to join us for that if you'd like. There's no Bible class or Sunday school Saturday evening um, because most of the uh, excitement for this weekend is coming up on Sunday morning then. So Sunday morning during our normal Bible class hour at 9 a.m., uh, we'll be having the confirmation examination. Uh, our eight confirmands this year will head to the front of the church. They'll be passing a microphone around. They'll be answering questions as they're examined by me. Uh, just a reminder that this is not a test. It's not something you need to uh, do so well on or else you're not going to get confirmed. Uh, it's a low-key uh, uh, examination where the kids have memorized sections. They're ready to 
tell you what they have learned from the catechism. And it's also a very important uh, opportunity to review for you um, church members as well. So we encourage everyone to come to this examination. Um, there will be Sunday school for our younger children, but fifth through eighth grade, we encourage all of those older children to be attending the examination as well so they can encourage their, uh, their fellow classmates who are close in age to them and also uh, can see what's going to be taking place for them, hopefully, in the not-too-distant future. And then at 10 o'clock, we'll be having our regular worship service, including the confirmation rite and first communion for our uh, confirmands. So again, that's April 30th, this coming Sunday, at uh, 9 o'clock and 10 o'clock is the examination, and then the confirmation rite at 10 o'clock as well. So please come and join us for that, encourage these confirmands, and support them in their, their opportunity to make a good confession in the presence of many witnesses, as we read about in First Timothy there. Um, ILS Banquet is coming up, uh, not this weekend, but the next weekend, uh, May 6th, that's Saturday evening. So if you haven't yet RSVP'd for that, please do so. We also have a number of spring cleaning opportunities coming up. This coming Saturday, April 29th, is the Cemetery Cleanup Day. Uh, that'll start at 9 a.m. and will run through uh, the afternoon. The next weekend, May 6th, is the Adopt a Highway Cleanup Day. That will run from 9 a.m. to 10.30. We'll just do as much as we can in an hour and a half and then be done at that point. And then the next weekend is Church Cleaning, May 13th, same time, 9 a.m. That'll be here at church. That will go through the lunch through lunch as well. So please pick one or more of those to help support our church and the different uh, properties that we uh, keep clean and uh have the opportunity to uh, get out in nature a little bit the next two weekends and uh, to keep our sanctuary clean as well. So hope you can pick one of those and help with that. Uh, graduation's coming up in a couple weeks. Hard to believe that's here already, but May 19th, 2023, that'll be at 6 p.m. in the evening is our graduation service. This year we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, we are including a kindergarten graduation and also an eighth grade graduation. So our kindergarten, eighth, and high school graduation will all take place at the same time, same place, in the sanctuary, May 19th, uh, coming up next month. So uh, please come and support our graduates uh, as they graduate from these different different levels. So it should be a, a good time. Hopefully we'll have a lot of people here and uh, we'll support our students and our school in that way. Uh, prayer list uh, continues to include a number of cancer patients. Uh, Carrie Dale, John Hine, Norma Carlson, Gary Hanel, and Mavis Anderson are all at different stages of cancer treatment. Uh, coming up today, Mark Heyer is undergoing open heart surgery, so big deal for him. We keep Mark in our prayers and uh, pray that, that all goes well, that the God would bless the, the doctors and the medical team as well, that everything goes smoothly according to plan. Uh, we pray for Matt Amundsen, who next week, uh, May 1st, is having brain surgery on a uh, tumor that he has and needs to get removed, so pray that everything would go smoothly with that. And finally, we continue to keep in our prayers the family of Hope Redland. We had a funeral service for Hope on uh, Monday, so we pray that God would continue to bless Dale and the family of Hope as well. Which brings us to our senior spotlight for this week. I had the chance to sit down and speak to Elijah Enter. Uh, here's what that sounded like. I'm joined here today by Elijah Enter, one of our seniors here at Emanuel. Elijah, how are you doing today? Good. Good. It's very nice to see you. Uh, crazy weather we're having today, huh? Yeah. It's snowing and the sun's out and then it snows and the sun's out. Yeah. What does that mean as a farmer? What does that mean to you? When it's when it's time to go, it's gonna have to. We're gonna have to get after it. And, uh, all right. And get after it. Yeah. Yeah. When it's time to go, we're gonna have to get after it. I yeah. Like that. That's good. Yeah. All righty. Uh, so Elijah, I really appreciate you taking time today to come and uh, talk to us. Uh, yeah. We. Uh, 
uh, obviously have a lot of support for our school from the church, uh, and uh, I think it's neat for you to have opportunity to talk to some of our church members through this podcast and share with them who you are, because we've been praying for you and supporting you and thinking about you for quite a few years now, and it's exciting to see what the Lord has in store for you after school, so it's neat to neat to interview you and get to know you a little bit, so thank you. You're welcome. So let's start with uh, Elijah. What is your full name? Elijah Dean Enter. Dean. Yeah. Okay. Where does that come from? My mom's dad, which would be my mom, my grandpa on my mom's side. Got it. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Elijah, tell us a little bit about yourself. I like to. I like to. I like to help dad on around the farm. Uh, I like to drive machines around, like skid loaders, tractors, mm-hmm. anything I can get my hands on. Really, I like to drive. Awesome. And I do have cerebral palsy. Okay. Makes it a little harder to get on, but yeah, I don't mind. Yeah. Has that been something you've been dealing with since you were born? Yes, I was born with cerebral palsy. Okay, okay. And you've had a number of surgeries, right, in your life to yeah, kind of help think, with some of that? Yeah, I think I had about 35 surgeries in total. <sighs> wow. Wow, Elijah. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, you're a, you're a miracle, that's for sure. We've really been blessed to have you around here the last few years, so yeah. Yeah, very grateful for you. Uh, how big of a farm do you guys run? Um, about 400 acres. It's not very big. Okay. But yeah. it keeps us busy. For sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have any hobbies that you like to share with us? You mentioned kind of driving some of those tractors around, but what else do you like to do? Uh, during the winter, I like to play farming simulator. I like I like to do that, and I get a little chance read the Bible once in a while. Oh, good. And, yeah. Not a lot of time for hobbies for the farmer, is there? No, <laughs> no, not much. Awesome. Well, Elijah, how long have you attended Emmanuel? Since my ninth grade year. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. So if you, this is your fourth year here, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome, awesome. We went through adult instruction class with you and your parents right away at that time, I think. and The summer of my 10th grade year. Oh, okay. So, so the summer after. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, what activities, Elijah, did you participate in when, while you were in high school? I helped with banquet last year. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was that was quite fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do choir. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's really fun. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Next question is, how was Emmanuel helpful in your high school career? You know, you, you could have gone to any high school you really wanted to, Elijah. Yeah. Why Emmanuel, and, and how was it helpful? I've always been in a Christian day school. Mm-hmm. And I did go over to the public school when I was little. And I really I really like having a Christian day school for all grades. It's really nice. Yeah. I mean, you don't you don't have to worry about anyone judging you or um, you, you don't have to worry about offend, offending someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with your faith. Yeah. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah, you can bounce <clears throat> off ideas of one another. And yeah. It's really nice. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you can't put a you can't put a price tag on Christian education, can you? No. Yep. And no. the fact that you know you're sharing the faith with your teachers and with yeah. your pastors who are there too, and yeah. you know, just how helpful that is, certainly. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> awesome. What problems have you run into in high school? What challenges and difficulties have come up for you, and how did you overcome them? 
trying to keep up with try to keep up with all the homework um getting around the school sure yeah um those i would say are the biggest problems yeah um, yeah and you know pray to god he'll help you know he helps me through it every day and you know and the teachers are really nice mm, that's good to hear and and helpful yeah well good good yeah. Yeah, it's definitely been a journey for you, hasn't Elijah? Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. I know the homework thing has always been tough for you, but you always, you know, you kept your nose to the grindstone. You, you put a lot of work into that homework, and that's one of the things I really admire about you, Elijah. Yeah. Is, you know, you really, you really work hard. And yeah. That's something that I've come to expect from you, and I, I do truly admire in you. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, do you have any advice or suggestions for improving the high school experience for those students who'll be following you? So think about. Well, your brother, uh, Ben, right? He's in seventh grade this yeah. year, so he'll be coming up soon. Any advice for him or the other younger students? Um, I would say just if you don't understand something, try from a different angle or try to try to understand it from the teacher's side of point of view. Hmm. Not, you know, like one size fits all. Try to come at it from different angles if you don't try to understand something. Yeah, that's great advice in general, isn't it, in yeah. life? Yeah, yeah, excellent. If you could start school over again, Elijah, what would you do differently? If I could start it over again, I would I would come from the teacher's standpoint instead of, yeah. you know, I'm a farmer, so I always, I grew up, you know, I, I always lived on the farm, and I guess I've always tried to come from a farmer's standpoint because that's what I've learned and understood yeah but if I had to do that over again I would try to come from the teacher's point of view yeah absolutely so you pretty much take your own advice right <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah good uh, how about this one Elijah one word to describe yourself happy happy I would agree with that yeah. yeah Elijah you always have a smile on your face and it's always a pleasure to see you at chapel every day and mm-hmm. uh, and the weekend services too mm-hmm. uh, so it's it's a uh, Happy is the word I would use to describe you. We're definitely going to miss having you around. I know you're excited to graduate, yeah. but uh, we'll, we will miss you and your smiling face yeah. next year here, Elijah. Mm-hmm. So, Thank you. I'll miss you. I'll miss you, too. Yeah. And everyone. Yeah, definitely. But thankfully, we'll still see each other at church. And, yeah. yeah. Nice to still be a part of a family together. Yeah. So what are you doing after this year, Elijah? College plans? Something else in mind? What's your What's your short-term goals here? Uh, right now, my plan is to just... Stay home, help dad on the farm as much as possible. Might try to get a job. I don't. That's pretty iffy right now. Yeah. But see how that goes. Yeah. Okay. See how my first year goes <clears throat> being home. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So where do you see yourself in five, ten, fifteen years? You got uh, family? Are you married? You got kids? Are you on a farm of your own? What's your long-term plan, Elijah? Tried to be like a half, you know, half owner of the farm I guess okay. um, try to put in some of my ideas um, I guess have a family one day yeah awesome yeah awesome well blessings on that and look forward to see what uh, what the Lord has in mind for you uh, next question is what does Emmanuel mean to you you know you spend four years in this place yeah. you know you're here five days a week plus coming in for church on the weekend too yeah um, what does this place mean to you um it's kind of like a second home for me. Um, I can come here 
every day and you know um if i'm feeling down for some reason there's always someone to bring life back in you know and it's always a happy place absolutely yeah no i love to hear that that's, that means a lot that that's how you look at it and that's a lot, largely the answer we've heard from kids is yeah you know it's a it's a, it's a second home yeah. yeah it's a it's it's a family here <clears throat> yeah absolutely yeah. it's good to hear uh, last thing, Elijah, anything you'd like to say to our listeners, so these folks who've been praying for you and supporting you through your years here, anything you'd like to say to them? Uh, I would say, I would say um, keep praying for us. Um, um, we thank you for all your prayers and advice. I'm always around. If you want to ask any questions of me, I'm always happy to answer if I can. <laughs> Um, if I got an answer, I'm always, you don't have to be scared to come up and talk to me. Absolutely. I mean, I love to talk, so. Elijah's one of the happiest guys around at, Eman- at Emmanuel, so. Yeah. Uh, I encourage all you listeners, go up to him, introduce yourself. He'd love to, he'll talk your ear off, so it should be good. Yeah. So. yeah. All right, Elijah, well, we're excited to see what the future has in store for you. We will be watching, and uh, we pray the Lord will bless you in the future, too. Yeah. So, thank you very much. Thank you. Which brings us to our hymn of the day today, which is hymn 447. Fight the good fight with all thy might. Christ is thy strength and Christ thy right. Lay hold on life and it shall be thy joy and crown eternally. Run the straight race through God's good grace. Lift up thine eyes and seek his face. Life with its way before us lies. Christ is the path and Christ the prize. Cast care aside upon thy guide. Lean on his mercy will provide. Lean and the trusting soul shall prove Christ is its life and Christ its love. Faint not nor fear, his arms are near. He changeth not and thou art dear. Only believe and thou shalt see that Christ is all in all to thee. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Twin Steeples podcast. Once again, Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church here in Mankato, Minnesota. For more information about the ongoing activity here, we'd invite you to check out our website, emmanuelmankato.org. Until next time, may God bless and keep you, and may you always remember, Emmanuel, God is with you.